Time for some more Bible hacking. What's up, y'all? Greg here, and today is going to be an interesting one. I'm sure you've all seen the video and the talk about, you know, us dispatching, and I'm talking about Paula White, dispatching angels. Today, we are going to get into that. Not the politics side. It's We're not talking about who to vote for and who you didn't vote for and who's going to win the election and whatnot, but we are going to dig into According to the Bible, can we dispatch angels? Can we command angels? What can we do with angels? Are there angels in geographic regions? We're going to get into all of it according to the Bible. Let's Bible hack, y'all. As I said, today we are going to do some extraordinary Bible hacking. Um, this should be very, very, very interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. So let's dive pretty much straight into the Word. First of all, most important thing, why is this key? Same reason as I've said many times before, if you've been listening to the channel, you've heard me say this. We have a belief system, a Christian belief system, that has rules and regulations. I'm not talking about go to the movies, don't go to the movies, drink alcohol. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about we have a template in the Bible, the Bible, which describes what's called our orthodoxy. So that is the way that it is prescribed in the Bible. And there's also something, something called heterodoxy, which is things that are contrary to the Bible. And I'm going to tell you right at the top, I believe, and I'm going to show you in the Bible today, where the concept of dispatching angels and commanding angels and, you know, calling down angels and the whole kit and caboodle, including your guardian angel, all of that stuff. And we're probably going to touch on some other things about angels as well. I am going to show you in scripture where this is heterodoxy. It is different from scripture. It does not appear in scripture. It is the opposite of what we see, um, you know, the Bible narrative talking about with regards to angels. So I want to clear that up. Again, why is this important? Because we as Christians, regardless to who you voted for or didn't vote for, it is our responsibility when teachers or preachers come along and demonstrate things that are verifiably incorrect according to scripture, we need to be able to recognize that. That's why we study. That's why we know the Bible. That's why we need to be, we need to have a firm grasp on our orthodoxy, on what it is God has prescribed for us. So let's just jump straight in. Let's start with, uh, and we're going to read quite a, quite a few parts of the Bible. First, top of the, just right off the cuff, can we command angels? And I've searched, and we'll get into that in a minute, I've searched high and low to try to find in Scripture, again in the Bible, where can we, where do we see people commanding angels? The there are probably two places that I could see you could might misunderstand it. And this is one of them. 
Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. And this is Paul talking to the Hebrews. Or it's someone talking to the Hebrews. And are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? So yes, we are those sent to, in, that. sorry, we are those that are inheriting salvation. And yes, there are ministering spirits, angels, that have been sent out to serve for our sake. The word I need you to understand is these angels have already been sent out. So we didn't call them. We didn't command them. We didn't request them. Yahweh, God, sent them. They left with a mission already. So based on Hebrews 14, sorry, Hebrews 1, 14, we don't have the authority to send out angels or command angels or request angels, etc., etc., etc. Furthermore, we don't pray to angels either. We pray to Yahweh. If Yahweh chooses to send an angel or maybe another human, a brother, a sister, or whatever, that's on Yahweh. We don't dispatch angels. So that's one. I took it a level further because I wanted to really see, hey, you know, maybe I missed something. So I actually did a couple of searches and this again is Lagos. And in Lagos, I actually told it, listen, show me every verse in the Bible. And I'm actually going to show you something a little bit kind of interesting where you see angels and commands. And it's not many, 16 results where you see angels near the word command or commander or commanded in the Bible. And you can, we'll scan them real quickly. Sam, first Samuel, um, and Achish answered David and said, I know you're blameless in the sight of God, in, uh, in my sight as an angel of God, nevertheless the commanders of the Philistines. So this is an angel talking to, um, you know, in the, being referred to in here, but not being commanded. First Chronicles, now the angel of the Lord had commanded Gad to say to David that David should go up. So here we almost have an angel sending a message and commanding one of us. First Chronicles um, um, 27 here, verse 27. Then the Lord commanded the angel and he put his sword back into his sheath. Who commanded the angel? The Lord. Second Chronicles, and the Lord sent an angel. Who sent the angel? The Lord. Psalms 91, for he, Yahweh, will command his angels concerning you to guard you. When Joseph woke up from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, he will command his angels. This is when the devil was tempting um, um, Jesus. Um, and then finally, Luke, for it is written, same parallel verse uh, from Matthew, now in Luke, he will command his angels concerning you. So every instance of Angels and command in the Bible, it's about God commanding the angels, and in some cases, it's the angel commanding a character, a human character. I said, you know what, maybe it's in what we call the Apocrypha. So, you know, the, the things that are not really canon, but some, you know, ver older versions, uh, some different versions of the Bible included. For kicks and giggles, I searched there too. And in the Apocrypha, there's six, sorry, yeah, six results, um, you know, between the, the three words, but three different verses. Second Ezra is 5.20. And so I fasted 20 days morning and weeping, like Uriel the angel commanded me. Um, 12.51, but I remained still in the field seven days as the angel commanded me. And so the young man in Tobit 6 did as the angel commanded him. 
So what are we seeing here? In the Bible, there are multiple places where angels are commanded by Yahweh, and there's multiple places where the angel commands us, obviously, because the angel has been sent by Yahweh with an instruction, so the angel is relaying an instruction from Yahweh. There are zero instances of us telling an angel, commanding an angel, or quite frankly, even requesting or anything along those lines to an angel. And obviously, you know, scripture says one way to the Father, not Mary, not through an angel, not through, it is through the Son, Jesus. So there's also no praying to angels. Let's take it a level deeper now. So I mentioned we touch on some other things as well. Another thing that sometimes we will, you know, get our heads wrapped in a, in a tizzy about is um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, where Paul says, do you not know that you will judge angels? And again, the qualifier here is look at the language. So first, the context. Paul was talking to the Corinthians because they were taking each other to court and they were bickering Christians among Christians. They were bickering with each other. And Paul said, if you can't even manage between yourselves, two, two brothers in Christ, don't you know that we will, future tense, judge angels? not to mention ordinary matters. So we need to, and the, the key thing here I want you, want you to focus on is this is future. So at some point, when we go into the spiritual realm, death, return of Christ, whatever have you, um, yes, in that instance, we will judge angels. But there's other places in the Bible where it's very clear we have been made a little lower than the angels right now. We will judge angels when we go into the heavenly realm and we transition and we have our renewed bodies. But now we are below the angels and we are not judging angels right now. So can't command them, can't pray to them, can't judge them yet, but we will eventually. Let's go a level deeper. If you remember the video, um, one of the other things that happened in this infamous Paula White video, um, she started praying or whatever, prophesying, I don't want to get too deep in, you know, what she was doing, what she wasn't doing. But she started referring to um, angels from Africa and angels from South America. And a lot of people freaked out about. It. Now, I'll pause, take a little cut here. Why is this important to me? Obviously, I'm sure, you know, it, it, it kind of blew up and there were lots of memes and, you know, lots of humor. And um, nothing's wrong with humor at all. However, it's a, it really bothered me. And I'm not saying it should have bothered you. I'm not judging you or, you know, prescribing this should upset you. You shouldn't laugh. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just trying to say when I saw these things, it bothered me that once again, us Christians are looking goofy and weird to the world. And my my, my case I'm trying to make here is we should be able to detect and counter publicly, because this was done publicly, that uh -uh, this is not our worldview. This is contra our worldview. We do not agree. This is incorrect. That's goofy. This is, a, it's, it's outside, of, it's heterodox. So that's, that's again where we're going. So let's talk about geographic angels. So, um, Let's go here, sorry. 
Um, do you not know that you will judge angels? So, um, next one right there. So, there is a very well-known verse, I suspect you all do know it, um, from Daniel, and it happens a couple of places, where in Daniel 10, Daniel received, a, and let me switch back right quick, Daniel received a vision, and uh, when he received the vision uh, or dream, I can't remember, he didn't, he didn't understand it, so, you know, he needed help, he was like, I, I don't get this, can I now, you know, someone explain this to me, and he was basically praying, and when Daniel was praying, um, this is what happened, so now we dive straight into the story. So Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, um, I'll go a little bit before 13, so I'll go to like 11, Daniel 10, 11. And he said to me, Daniel, a man beloved, pay attention to the words that I am speaking to you. And this is now an angel speaking to Daniel and stand up right where you are for I have now been sent to you. And while he was speaking with this word, I stood up trembling and he said to me, do not fear from the first day that you set your heart to understand because Daniel asked for help. The key I want you to pay attention to, this from the first day you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before who? Yahweh your God. Your words were heard and I myself have come because of your words. So don't twist this into thinking the angel responded to a prayer from Daniel. That's not what happened. Daniel was humbling himself and praying to Yahweh. And because of Daniel's prayer to Yahweh, the angel had now been sent. Who sent the angel? Yahweh. Daniel prays to Yahweh. Yahweh says, angel, go and help Daniel. That is the sequence. If that's not clear, we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper because it happens in another place as well. And this is in Daniel 9.20. And now, this is Daniel again. While I was, now I was still speak, seeking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my plea before who again? Yahweh my God, not the angel, not anyone else. And while I was still seeking in prayer, and the man Gabriel, who was an angel, because he talks about it, and I'd seen him in a vision previously, and he touched me. And Gabriel re re reacts. And Daniel, I have now come to teach you understanding. At the beginning of your pleas for mercy, a word went out. And now I have come to declare to you. A word went out. At the beginning of your pleas for mercy, presenting my plea for mercy before who? Same principle. Daniel prays to Yahweh. Yahweh sends a word out, instructs, sends an angel. You are now dispatched. You go and do that. So again, we do not dispatch angels. We do not pray to angels. Yahweh, we pray to Yahweh. And if it's Yahweh's will, desire, purpose, whatever, to send an angel, angel is on the way. We don't dispatch them. That needs to be dispelled. It is incorrect. It is not in scripture. I'm going to start kind of wrapping up a little bit now. because So now we kind of, I'll, summarize, I'll start summarizing in this way, but there's one other key point I want to make. So now we see a couple of things. So you can't command angels. We will judge them in the future. You can't pray to them. But there is such a thing as 
geographically dis, you know, um, dispatched angels. Because in a, another part of Daniel, Dan, um, the angel actually says, and when I was coming with the word, it took a little while because the prince of Persia, spiritual being, like evil prince of Persia, um, resisted me and Michael the archangel had to come and help me fight him and then the angel actually even says but I'm going back now and I'm going to go and fight um, the prince of Greece or something along those lines so the the concept of geographical angels is very very sound and the concept of geographical um, um, spiritual powers is also very sound and it's not just limited to the Old Testament and Daniel and I'm going to show you something that I find extremely interesting. And that's this right here. Famous verse, Ephesians 6, um, you know, the armor of God, spiritual warfare. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you're able to stand against the wiles or stratagems or strategies or plans of the devil. Because our struggle is not against flesh and blood. And I need you to catch something here. But... This is Paul, New Testament, saying our struggles are against rulers, against authorities, against world rulers of this darkness and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. What is What jumps out to you from those terms? Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, world rulers. Those are all terms of geographical rulership. He, he, kings, princes, rulers, authorities, world rulers, all terms of leadership and, and rulership that are attached to geographies. You don't call yourself an, the, the, an authority unless you're the president of something or the prime minister of something or the king of something, and it is tied to geography. So even in the New Testament, Paul is getting his cosmology or to a certain extent his theology, his, his worldview is shaped by an understanding that there are spiritual forces assigned to geographic places. Kinda he's building off of what we see in Daniel. Daniel referred to Prince of Persia, Prince of Greece. That's the same kind of principle or, or my worldview that Paul is tapping into here. So on that note, um, I thought this would have been pretty quick. I think it is. So we're gonna close and again, just to stress, no praying to angels. No, we cannot dispatch angels. No, we don't command angels. And yes, God sends angels. Like we saw in the scriptures, which went through them very clearly. We pray to Yahweh and Yahweh alone. Yahweh dispatches. Yahweh sends. Yahweh drops the command. That is how it works with angels. Do not allow yourselves to be deceived. Again, this is Bible hacking. Let's study to show ourselves approved. Let's understand the world, the word, sorry. Let's grasp it well. It, it, it's not something that we can just trivially, you know, figure out and, oh, we'll just, you know, it, we'll, we'll base our worldview and our Christianity on experience. And, you know, we, we heard this song and it, it blessed me so much. So whatever, you know, the person that sang the song says must be okay because I felt okay. 
That's not the standard that we have to adhere to for our worldview. Our worldview has a manual, the Bible. It tells us all about God and what his intent is and what he wants. And that is what we base our steps, our orthodoxy on. Hope this has been a blessing to you. Like, subscribe, the whole nine yards, comment. If there's things you want to, to hear discussed, particularly like weird little passages or whatever that you have questions about, drop them in the comments. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy studying the word um, and it would be a pleasure to you know, tap, on, tap into any um, um, specific subjects you want. This has been Bible Hacking. I'm Greg. I'm out. Thank you.